and welcome to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I am Brendan. I've already fucked up the intro like four times. Over there is Mark. He has fucked it up once. And over there is Doug, who made the mistake of letting us intro the show. Yeah, how's it? Yay! <laughs> that was a good one. I like it. How's it going, everybody? Pretty good. I'm doing all right. Yeah, sorry for having to do that multiple times. That was pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> if you want to hear character. those, we'll put them at the end, interestingly <laughs> You enough. might hear them. We don't know. Doug edits this. So. Yeah, um, I'm worried about that. Anyway, uh, we could talk about the games we've been playing. Any takers? I guess we haven't heard from Mark in a while. Uh, so I started playing The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, Ooh. which Wasn't, is... I don't know if it's just um, the name, but that reminds me a lot of Alan Wake. Huh. It's the same type of this is gonna sound weird but lighting i guess alan (laughs) wake you know (laughs) so dark yeah it's a very dark game you're in the woods um the the environment is unsettling Mm. just like alan wake uh so you know you are actually onto something with that but it's a very very different type of game it's exploratory uh it's like a puzzle exploring horror mystery game that they actually open it up saying this game does not hold your hand so it is some of the clues are very very vague difficult and vague to find but it's fair i will say it's not like that one game that i was ranting about however many episodes ago but sure the one really cool dynamic is you it doesn't explain if this is like a special ability or not, but so you'll be walking around and you'll find these clues laying around. And when you walk over to it, you will click on it and it's the word, like the name of the object is like floating above it in white letters and you'll click on it and you'll start seeing the character's internal monologue appearing in front of your face in words like floating around. Like, was this knife used here? Like, how long has this been sitting here? It'll just be floating in front of your face. And you have to move the mouse and focus in on a spot where the words like, so I'm trying to figure out how to, how to phrase this, but as you move the mouse, the, the speed of the words moving in front of you will either speed up or slow down depending on if you're moving in the right direction. So if you're moving in the right direction, the words start to slowly like they slow down and they start to converge to become one word. And once it finally, they all layer on top of each other and become one word, you can click and it opens up this portal to like a different point in time and show you how that object got to be there. Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. And you have to piece that together to find out like what the next thing you have to find is or where you have to go next or what you have to do with that item. And it's really, really cool. I am really digging it. Oh, and the graphics are out of this world. They are mind-blowing. Like, I'm talking like Witcher 3 level here. That's a bold wow. claim. I will send you some screenshots of the forest that I'm in. It is gorgeous. Must be an Unreal Engine 4. But who knows? Um interesting though are are you finding yourself looking up any like guides or anything for certain clues or are you doing pretty well faring on your own yeah so far i haven't had to i really hope i can keep that up it's i i don't know i a lot of these games that are built in this style 
uh, you know, a lot of like the the indie ones you've never heard of tend to have a problem where they they don't want to make it an easy game, but then they take it way too far and they just make it absolutely impossible. So far, this game has not done that, but we'll see. Yeah, so far I've I've figured out everything on my own, and I'm hoping to keep it that way. It's not super long. I think it's like four or five hours. So, mm. yeah, it's it's really neat. I highly recommend picking it up, especially on like a Steam sale. I've seen it go on sale on every single Steam sale. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen the name float around a bit, but I haven't had I haven't played it myself or known anyone who played it until now. Yeah, same. Mm. Cool. Yeah, but I I can understand what you mean by the hard uh, puzzles for indie games because I know her story which is kind of less of a video game more of just videos that you buy and then the game is how you decipher it it's pretty much like a girl's being interrogated and you see all the tapes and you find out she's like blinking in morse code or she's like she references something that's actually like an ancient historical name and you have to find the relevance to it and the game itself is you piecing together everything she does or says outside of the videos Blinking in Morse code? Are you fucking kidding me? Someone's I supposed mean, to pick up on that intuitively? I mean, it might not be that exact, but it's it's, it's stuff she does, and Th- like that's wild. It's just videos, and then the game portion is what you do trying to decipher the clues that she gives you and stuff. So it's a very interesting take, and I know it got a lot of attention a while ago, but I think it goes on sale fairly cheaply. It says like in like instead of like requirements for like the computer for the game, it's just like you need Pen to know pencil. sign language and Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have a stable internet connection and a pencil and a piece of paper. <laughs> I feel like no, I was gonna say some video game made me like write shit down, but no, that was just me trying to be a dungeon master. I forgot. <laughs> well, I mean, you got back in the old days with like the first Zelda and stuff. You had to you had to draw the whole dungeon yourself. Like if you didn't have a map. Oh hell. Back in the old days. Uh, was that it, Mark, or are you even playing something else? Uh, yeah, I've... I still haven't finished the Shadowrun game. I tend to play that in very small chunks, like 20, 30 minutes at a time. Uh, so I'm still playing that. Um, other than that, I started this game called The Hat Man, The Shadow <laughs> Ward. What? And it's yeah, it's called the Hatman Shadow Ward. It's another horror game. Wow. And See, uh, I need to make a list of ones that just sound like bullshit, and then like maybe a year from now, use that on you in game or no game, and see if you get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it it doesn't sound like a real game. I will admit that it's the Hatman. Yeah, you you're in this big huge mansion, and something happened to your daughter there. It's like a mental asylum that she got sent to. I'm not sure if like you were a proponent for that or not, but she got sent there nonetheless. And oh wow, this came out like very recently, and I would not have guessed by the graphics. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's not actually. You know, I'm gonna rephrase that. It's not that good. It's really repetitive. The enemies aren't even really scary. It's. I don't know. For, for how much I got it, which I think was like 79 cents, I guess I'm not upset. Oh, did you do like one but of the bundles? I see it's in like two different bundle packs right here. I, I, I don't remember how I got it. It was a while ago, but it was, it's, eh. if you like horror games and you got a dollar laying around on a Steam sale, oh, it's totally yeah, it's, worth it. It's a dollar 99 at full price. So, okay. Yeah. Th- yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew I got it for less than a dollar. Yeah. You have to find these pages of a journal that your daughter wrote, 
and piece them together and, and try and find her and save her before this guy called the Hat Man comes and, and kills you. But it's really not well done. And it, <laughs> it, it almost feels random at times, which for a survival horror game isn't, isn't great in my opinion. But so I, I played that for a bit. Probably, I don't know if I'll finish that or not. It reminds me a lot of, like, what was it, Darkness Falls 2 or something? It was a game you sent me, and it looked awful. <laughs> oh, was no. that, like, a revenge game, or did you I send it? I think so. <laughs> no, what it probably was, was I I got this weird idea to just find the most obscure game I could possibly find on Steam for, like, under five bucks, and just buy it and send it to Brendan without reading anything about it. And just seeing what would happen. I'm I mean, pretty sure that's what it was. Probably. We've done that a few... Like, I've done that, too. Like, to the point where I have... I have a category on my Steam library of, like, finished games. Like, if games I've beaten and don't plan on playing again. And then I have a secondary category of just shit games. And it's all the games that usually Mark and Doug send me for sending everyone bad rats. Awesome. <laughs> so many. Yeah. I've been playing 3DS still, too. I, uh... I've been doing my Pokemon Blue run-through again. I'm pretty much done with that. I did the Mew glitch. I finally got Mew. It was very rewarding. Um, and it got me thinking, like, that was there right under my nose since that game came out. When I was seven years old playing that game, I could have had a Mew if I had just had the internet in late 2000s. <laughs> in 1999. <laughs> Yeah, but that's it's just so crazy. Like that glitch has been there since the game came out, but when we were kids, no one knew about that. Yeah, I was because, gonna say, you, well, because no one was playing it but kids. Like, so it's not like we knew. Well, no, there was plenty of adults playing it. It's just the only people who knew it were the developers, and at that point, it was like a secret. And now it's like it probably. I don't even know if they knew about it. It's a straight up like hack to the wow. game. Yeah, that's interesting if that's the case. But either way, it's just funny because it's like, oh, what would you do if you had the opportunity to go back in time? And Mark's like, go tell my child self the Mew glitch. I'll do you know how cool I would have been at school? I would have been the coolest kid of all time. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Yeah, you would have, but... like, in elementary school. I'm not oh. sure if it would hold up beyond that. Probably, yeah, you're right. I don't think it would have. Because they started giving them away, like, a couple of years after, and then people could just get them at, like, events. But, yeah, other than that, I've been working way too much. And uh-huh. I just got off work about 20 minutes ago. So, Jesus. Um, I'm pretty frazzled. I haven't been playing much games. Um, haven't had time to do anything, really. I Aww. hope this, this, if this doesn't, this is going to be over in like October too. So I got a, got a long way to go. Yeah. Well, I don't think the podcast will be around much later than that. <laughs> no, but no. Our thoughts oh. and prayers are with Mark during this hard time. I don't know. I yeah. know how it goes as a programmer and like during like high stress times and like, oh, this project is due or we're overdue and things like that. I know. And like they just expect you to just like, there's so many times where it's just like, Guys, like, I'm stuck. I have to wait for something, somebody else to finish something, or, like, wait for the, like, wait for, like, some sort of, like, environment to become stable. Yeah. And, but then they don't let you go home, or you can go home, but it just looks bad. So you just kind of sit around waiting for something you know isn't going to happen. 
just to like maintain an image. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It sucks. <laughs> but yeah. luckily, I mean, I, luckily in my case, I don't work on like a large team, so there's not as much as th- of that. But either way, you, you have that everywhere you go. Yeah. But, well, I know in Overwatch, when I'm working out <laughs> with my team, it is say, tough. Bren, can you uh, tell us what games you've been playing? Uh, sure. Uh, the Overwatch like summer event, they had the summer games going on, and you got like special bonus stuff. Uh, that ended, so I'm not grinding in Overwatch anymore. Like I must have powered through like a good forty levels just during that summer event. Dude, I'm still not even level forty. Oh, I'm level like one sixty three. Oh Damn. my god! And I didn't get any of the summer stuff I wanted. I didn't get one thing I wanted. I'm so mad. And a buddy of mine got like doubles of the one thing I wanted, like within the first box. And so he can't pissed. like send you one or something. Nah, oh it my just god. gets traded in for in-game currency. Which then you can't buy the summer stuff with the in-game currency. What? Yeah, it's only through the summer event thing. And they're like, hey, don't worry, guys. It'll be around next year. It's like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's not, like, I don't know. That doesn't help me out at all. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, for anyone who's sick of hearing me talk about Overwatch, I'm done. Like, Well, I'm not done, but I won't be playing it nearly as much. Throwing in the towel. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. I know, I'm kidding. Because uh, there's rumblings of the new character coming out and you know, until they actually say it, I don't give a shit about the rumors like, oh, she might be this or she might be that. Just let me know when she's out. I don't care about the secrets anymore. Uh, I played Inside, which is that game I think they showed it at E3 or maybe E3 last year. Um, but it's from the developers of Limbo. Oh, yeah. And it's it's good. It's it's a really solid game. It's a more colorful Limbo. That's what I've heard. I remember another gaming podcast or some kind of reviewer was talking about the game and they said it's basically Limbo again, but really good. With a new color palette, yeah. They figured out more exists besides monochromatic. Yes. Um, yeah, the graphics are better, the colors are better, there's more detail and all this stuff. Um, it's good, but it's exactly kind of the same thing. It's a side-scroller puzzle uh, game where he plays a little kid and then you see some weird dark crap and then something happens, and the end of it's really cool. The end's really fun, but I mean, like the ends, like the ending levels, I guess you should say. But the very end, I've heard, is disappointing for some people. I think it kind of makes sense, like considering who made it. But I, it's it's not a satisfying ending. I'll say that. Okay, interesting. At least yeah. story wise. I don't know. I'm interested in playing it, but I, that was my main question was, does it still have that dark element of like the... Oh, yeah. Okay. Very much so. Um, yeah, it's still dark tonally without being dark like yes. palette-wise, like color-wise. That makes sense. Um, I also, because I don't think I'll ever play it, but I just looked up the ending to No Man's Sky, and whew, at least Inside's ending is not as disappointing as that. I'll say that much. Holy fucking shit. Speaking of which, we're not going to harp on it too much, but you posted an image in our Slack about No Man's Sky, and it was a graph of the players. Like, hold on. I got to pull this shit up. That was freaking mind-blowing. Yeah, it was over the course of, like, uh, two weeks since the game's been out, and, like, 90% of the players are already stopped playing it. Holy fuck. That shows that, like, it's... The, the hype was too much. <laughs> I knew... Okay. I just, I have to wonder if the developers saw this coming. I mean, they knew what the features were, and they knew compared to modern games, they weren't very good. 
Honestly, well, they're probably celebrating and thinking, oh, we had this many people, like the most amount of people interested in it were at, was at launch, and they don't give a fuck how much it tapers off, probably. Well, they knew what the features were, but they also lied about some of the features, too. So there's like clear interviews of the head of the studio just lying about the game, saying like, oh, is this in there? He's like, yeah, I guess it's in there, and it's just blatantly not. It's just not true. And then so, they could probably say, well, the universe is so big, you just didn't find it. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, that's kind of their scapegoat. And people are comparing him to Todd Howard now from uh, Bethesda. Yeah. The Fallout guy who makes a lot of promises and then doesn't deliver. Who I compare to the new Peter Molyhew, who did Fable. And God, he's he's so bad at it. Um, But yeah, like, people are just falling off. And it is definitely a large factor with the media hyping it up. And because Sony was distributing it, so I think Sony put a lot into the advertising of it and started paying a lot of people to hype it up. So that didn't help. But I think, like Battleborn, if this was truly a great game, like if it could truly stand on its own, it would still have some lasting power. But like Battleborn, most people left because it's not what they were either told was in it or most people just don't care anymore and it got repetitive very quickly. So... I've said with Battleborn, I think it has more offer to offer than Overwatch and stuff, but it still wasn't nearly as polished as it could be on launch, and that really th- like turned a lot of people off really quick. So like it wasn't a super finished game, and neither is uh, No Man's Sky, despite how much it got pushed back. It still seems still seems like it was pushed out too early. Like it could have you know been in the oven a little longer. Yeah, I just know myself that I on launch day, I found myself looking at it and I was like gonna add it to the cart. I was super enticed. I'm like, oh, I'll be hip. I'll be talking about the game everyone's fucking playing. But now I here I am really glad I didn't fucking buy it because I hear other people, other gamers on their podcasts explaining how, yeah, when they first got it, they thought it was great. And then literally a week or two later, they're like, yeah, I'm getting bored with it already because it's basically the same worlds and shit. I'm like, ugh, that's depressing. Every world is different and all the animals are different, but it's all coming from the same, like, part basket. Like, it's like a Lego set. It's all the same bin of different parts, and it's just rearranged in different orders and combinations. So, technically, they're different animals, but it's the same parts of different animals you've seen over and over and over again. So, it gets really repetitive. There needs to be a point to the game. There's just, like... That's That's another thing. People are talking about the different side quests and finding different, like, little hints. Like, oh, there's apparently a big robot war, like, where robots were attacking and they had to fend them off. And this, like, story and, like, kind of quest lines going on, but they're all side quests. Like, there's no real narrative to it. And that's kind of a big problem. If they just did, like, a narrative storyline, it might interest people more. Yeah, I don't know. Personally, I'm going to wait. And it's going to be a while for me, but until it's like about 20 bucks, because I think that's what I'd pay for that game and for what that experience is worth to me. And I think at that point, the hype will be long dead and I'll be like, oh, I can actually enjoy this game. Um, so, and also it just gives me hope for the, the studio because I'm sure the next thing that they put out will be a little more polished and I would actually prefer that they focus less on the procedural generation of the universe and more on, on like, let's make some specific worlds and like really make it a vast uh, universe to explore, but like have a purpose and I don't know, lore and shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before with open worlds being too open and have too much stuff to do. (laughs) I know. And and here we are. Well, this is just an open universe, but with nothing to do. 
Like they're like all you do is go from one planet, gather material, fly enough fuel to fly to the next planet to gather more fuel to fly to the next planet. Like there's that's it. There's nothing to do. Yeah. And I know plenty of games that are very minimal. Like PT, that was a playable trailer, and it was horrifying. And I'm kind of glad it was never made because of how terrifying that game looked. But that's one hallway and a bathroom, and that's it. And it just repeats and loops and gets scarier each time. But, like, that's as small as you can get in a game, yet people loved it. Yeah. So it shows that just because it's huge doesn't mean it's good, and just because it's small doesn't mean it's bad. That Yeah, that's very true. Good point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's not doing super great right now. Yeah, that graph is just, like, going down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? I saw Kubo in the two strings the other day. It's the stop-motion animation that's done by the same studio that did, like, Paranorman and Coraline, and all those. I we, we don't talk about movies too often here, but goddamn, that movie's just so good. Oh, what's it called again? Kubo and the Two Strings. Okay. It's just so good. I highly recommend anyone to see it. I know I really enjoyed Coraline, and I didn't get around to seeing uh, the Norman one, Paranorman. Paranorman. I heard that one's supposed to be very good, too. I didn't see it. Uh, Box Trolls, they also did that. Um and they're one of the just few major big uh big major studios that are doing stop motion and like claymation stuff and i'm just i'm happy to support that in any way i can cuz i don't want that like medium to die cuz i love it so much it really does it really is a different movie than if it was just all drawn or cg uh what else started mr robot that show yes depressing and like filled with paranoia it's <laughs> it's great but like who I have yeah. not seen this yet, so I'm gonna have to give it a try eventually. Doug, if you're you're a programmer, so you'll you'll love it. Awesome. Um, Brendan, you know the new episodes on tonight. Oh well, you just started. I just started. I just watched episode yeah. two today, so yeah, it's I'm way behind. I I'm just so excited for you to catch up. I can't even tell you. You're about to embark on <laughs> a most fantastic adventure jesus christ mark (laughs) dude that's a great uh mark is very passionate about his things yeah no that's that's how i felt about stranger things when like introducing it to my parents i was like oh my god you guys have no idea it's like the twilight zone but like the modern era yeah Yeah. it just gets insane but uh (laughs) yeah that's good i know they uh just really for anyone who has already watched it like mark they released a mr robot mobile game which I think it's mostly just like you receiving text messages and it's just like a text-based game like where you're you know you're telling people what you know or not telling them and yeah. seeing how that affects things. Standard rate supply. <laughs> yeah. Uh isn't yeah, it's not real text messaging. But oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. But that's what the game is. It's like through your phone and you're using your phone in the game like Interesting. so it's not like you're running around playing as Mr. Robot like fighting off, you know, the CIA or whatever. But uh, I heard it. You don't. It doesn't spoil anything for season two. So for anyone who's not caught up, you can play it. But it does give you hints to stuff. I think from season one. So it is. Yeah. And I heard it has no appeal to anyone who hasn't played it. So if you're like, oh, maybe this would be fun. If you don't watch the show, don't bother. It's yeah. Really don't. Tied in. Brent, do not. Do not even risk spoiling anything. It's nah. not worth it. That's what I did with uh, Stranger Things. I just didn't bother to look anything at all up. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I watched. Um, Voltron, which is on Netflix, which is also very good. I recommend that to anyone who's interested in seeing that. Um, but the new Voltron show, I looked something up like, hey, that voice sounds familiar. Let me look up. And that whole like 
character arc is spoiled for me. So I've, I'm, it's hard not to like my, like drive for like trying to find out who's in what and like knowing what a character is or I might know who that guy is. I have to fight that off while watching a show because I know it'll just be spoiled for me. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. And then, uh, I didn't play it, but Deus Ex Mankind Divided. That came oh, I'm out so excited for that, that. Wait, that came out? Yeah. yeah that's Holy out. fucking shit. I know. I, apparently the PC port is a little bit unstable. Well, yeah. t- good thing I'll get it for PS4. <laughs> yeah. I, Not I'm nearly gonna, as stable as the Ma- No Man's Sky port for PC. I'm totally... I'm getting it on PC. I'll just wait till they patch some stuff. I'm not buying it now anyway. Yeah. But... I've heard def- good things. Like, it's, you know, more Deus Ex, which is what people want. I just love the setting. It's in, it's in like, the Middle East, right? It's in, uh... I got no idea. Yeah, it's in Dubai. Yeah. Oh. I just know, I remember seeing the trailer, like, years back or months back of when they first, like, announced it, and the trailer was terrible. Like, it... (laughs) I think they just did, like, a random throwaway character for the trailer, but people thought they were starting a new one, and no longer with, uh, uh, was it Adam Jensen? Yeah. So, like, everyone was like, oh, what is this? This trailer is awful, and, like, luckily the game turned out to be a lot better than what we thought it was going to be. Jesus I Christ, can't. I can't get past the age check on Steam's website. Oh, me too! Doug, I'm doing, I have the same problem right now. Oh my god, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one, because I'm like, I just want to fucking see this goddamn, oh well. No, the yeah, trick it is you just a... scroll down to 1980. And well, that's know, what I mean, I was on 19, I was January 1st, 1931, and that's what, it's like, kind of stored in the cache for me, and I don't know. Let no, it's 80. not, it's, it doesn't matter what date it is, I'm doing 92. Yeah, I did try, I tried 80 and it didn't work. Steam's this is just having all- a... This is when all of our listeners find out we're actually like 15. God damn it. We shouldn't be playing any of these games. <laughs> no, that's so not true. But uh, <laughs> My mom says I'm not allowed to play Steam games. God. Oh god, I got algebra homework. God damn oh, it. Oh no, we're gonna lose all of our younger fan base. I know, they're like, <laughs> I don't listen to that podcast, they make fun of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes you feel better, we make fun of everyone if we knew who you all were. Yeah, that's part of comedy, folks. But anyway. Um, Send us an email, I'll make fun of you a lot. Yeah. He has a Twitter, but I guess I can talk about the games I've been yeah, playing. That's it for me. Not Go really for it. much. Uh, I still am playing Adrift. It's one of those I don't want to look up how to beat it, so I'll probably just keep suffocating. Um, and then mainly just that game Bound. I feel like I'm on the at the very end of it. I feel like it's a short game, and I I've only been playing in like short sporadic bursts here and there. But I did stream a little bit of it, and uh, in general. I, I talked about it on a previous episode. It's a real psychedelic experience. It's fun, but it's also kind of just like, what am I doing? Like, I don't know. The the dance mechanic kind of just is confusing. I don't know. I, I love the visuals, but I don't really care for playing the game. So, like, I'm I've, not sure if I'm ever going to return to it or not. Maybe I've if I'm, like, really that. drunk someday and, like, oh, let's look at these pretty lights. But I don't know. Oh, I don't know if that'd be good for me. Actually, really, good point. I probably the end up spinning just... world and stuff. You might get like motion sickness. Good point. Yeah, I don't know. Or if I want to like showcase the PlayStation Four to someone and be like, "Look at what these graphics are capable of." Maybe that'd be a game I'd just boot up. Yeah, yeah. I've heard the same complaint from a lot of people saying like it's you know pretty and it's fun, but the dancing really throws everything off a little. It's just strange. Like, I mean, you kind of have to play it for yourself to really just determine like. It just kind of it interrupts the flow. I've said that before, but that's how I feel. But um, 
and yeah, that's basically it. I've been kind of slacking in the gaming department. I, I finished uh, uh, Stranger Things, so I'm all caught up there. And thank God nothing was ruined, and it was amazing. And we're definitely going to have to do an analysis episode of that, kind of like how we did with Life is Strange. Even though this isn't a video game, we're very passionate about it. We're going to try to get as many of our hosts on that as possible, because there's a lot to talk about. Oh, yes. yeah. It's so good. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if me and Mark ended up doing a Mr. Robot analysis. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. You guys no, are welcome Brent. to. I, I, I might have to try and catch up, but maybe I'll just be spoiled and just <laughs> give my opinion without knowing anything about it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. I, I would love to do like a, a even if it's like 20, 30 minutes, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> nice. Just to let it all out. It's uh, like a pro- troubling show for me because I know a lot of computer guys like you. But I'm not very computer savvy myself. Like I know, you know, maybe more than the average parent. But like I'm not <laughs> That's super a low go- bar. <laughs> well, the more I find out about computer stuff, the more I realize I have no idea about stuff. So when I'm watching the show, like the first episode, I was like 20 minutes in, and I just hit like scan on my computer and like defrag, like because I was getting so paranoid. Because <laughs> like I'm paranoid naturally, and like with all this computer stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, we can just steal all your information like that. It's like, oh god, no! Like I just want to wipe everything clean on my computer just in case. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it it's may- very good. It's very compelling. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that honestly. Mm-hmm. But there's oh. some kind of stuff you got in show topics. But what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I didn't get around to it yet. But The Little Prince was a movie they were gonna release in theaters, but I can't. And I think it's out on Netflix now. Huh. I think. I think John from One Track Gamers is telling me it's very good, so I gotta watch that. Okay, interesting. Uh, what's the premise? Just a short pitch. Um, it's like an old like childhood like childhood storybook, but I didn't read it as a kid. Um, from what I could tell from the trailer, it seems like it's a little girl with a super controlling like tiger mom who's like motivating her to be the best in everything, and it's like you know really stressing her out, and she somehow stumbles into like the neighbor next door's yard. And the neighbor's just this crazy, eccentric, old dude who just, like, wants to have fun and tries to teach her how to be a kid, even though he's, like, 70 or something. I think he's voiced by Jeff Bridges. But it seems really good. Nice. And, like, he tells her the story of The Little Prince. Like, that's where the name comes from. Um, But, yeah, it reminded me of Kubo and the Two Strings. So, for any animation fan out there... Look it up on Netflix. There's a lot of good stuff on Netflix for animation. Yeah, they've been putting out a lot of good original content lately. Kudos to them. Yeah, I think like the CEO of Netflix is just saying, they're like, how do you feel about you know doing this original programming stuff? He's like, we're Netflix. We don't give a shit about ratings. We can afford to you know have a few duds and spend all this crazy money on like animation because animation's so expensive. Yeah. Uh, Sausage Party, the you know Seth Rogen R-rated movie about hot dogs and stuff. That's actually getting a good amount of heat from the anime uh, because of their practices with the animation studio, saying they're overworking people. And for anyone who wasn't willing to work like 60 to 80 hours a week on it, we're going to be blacklisted from the industry or fired or like. And they're saying all this bad stuff about it. But the unfortunate thing is, really, this isn't too uncommon for big, huge, like studio animation stuff. Like they drive the like artists and stuff into the ground and it's exhausting for them which is another reason why there's not too many anime not nearly as many animated movies as there are live action because it's just so exhausting and this the industry is just not good for it yeah run by slave drivers apparently (laughs) pretty much it's real brutal and i know 
in Korea and stuff where a lot of animation gets done, like they'll mock up stuff here and then send it to Korea to get it fully animated. They're not a lot better, but they actually have respect for the medium. So it's, it's that industry is better built to handle animation than ours is. So I, but I know animators over there are re, like will live in their office for like the week and then go home on the weekends. So it's, uh, I love it, but I just wish it was like better practice and like people would be willing to spend the money to actually aff- like fund all these projects because there's so many good ones out. Mm, definitely. I'm, I'm going to have to uh, go tune into that one. Yeah. I got that on my list. Cool. Uh, what else has been happening? Oh yeah. Oh. PlayStation news. I want to really dive yeah. into that. Uh, oh yeah. Specifically. Well, some of it's good. Some of it's bad. So we have the PlayStation now is coming to PC uh, and this DualShock 4 is now going to have a, an adapter, so you can hook up your PS4 controller to a PC and play PlayStation 3 games if you have the PlayStation Now service, which is kind of pricey. Like I've said on, in the past, I tried it out for a month. It was 20 bucks, Totally worth the month, but I'm not sure if I'd do it for a whole year. Well, I'm wondering, because I use a PS3 controller now and just plug it into my computer because the charging cable is a USB port or mm-hmm. USB. Um so I'm wondering if this would be easier than if just using the PS3, because I have to use a program to configure it for the computer. I use so the I'm, same program. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I'm wondering if this you would just plug in a USB stick and you can use a PS4 controller, or if I would like have to buy an actual PS4 to use the controller, or if I could just buy the controller by itself, or if I'd be restricted in what I could play. Hmm. Like if it would only be like Sony exclusive games or something. That's interesting. I'm not sure. I uh, see the, the for instance the the program you're talking about I'm trying to remember what it's called like uh shit I, I forget no it's like joyce joystick yeah joypad joy I forget but yeah it's joy something but regardless it configures your controller I don't think they are gonna have an update to have the drivers for the PlayStation Four so no I don't expect them to no that's what I mean so I'm not sure I think it will be only useful for the PlayStation Now service I could be wrong about that but I have a feeling it's gonna be kind of you're limited to use this controller for that purpose. And it looks like the adapter itself is going to cost 25 bucks and it's yeah. all coming at an unspecified date. This is all yeah. thanks to Polygon. Screw it. I'll just stick with the PS3 controller I have. Yeah, no, you're better off. I mean, I have two of each uh, PS3 controllers and two PS4 controllers. So I don't know. I might, I'm not sure if I'll even need the adapter for this. That's what I mean. Like the PS4 controller is wireless, but the PS3, you can just plug in. So it, it kind of helps with that where you don't have to, you know, worry about syncing it up or having to have a port, like a wireless port attachment. Well, yeah, I mean, the PS3's wireless too, but... I mean, it is, but to charge it up, you plug it in. Yeah. I don't know about the PS4. I oh, no, you do. Have one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fairly similar. but um, A little too similar. Yeah. Sony <laughs> hasn't changed their console design in, like, 25 years. Pretty much. Yeah, wow, that's a pretty accurate analysis. I mean, it works, so... It was really to blame them. Oh, well, and there was also that leaked footage of the PS4K, uh, the Neo. Uh, it looked uh, real yeah. slim and sleek. I, I don't know. I like it. I'm not going to get one, though. Quote, leaked, unquote. Yeah, I know, your favorite term. I, I hate it so much. Um, I hate everything. But for the... All right, well, that was supposed to be the good news. On the bad side of things, <laughs> um, we have PlayStation Plus is getting pricier next month. Yay! Yay! Everything you want to hear is that uh that bill no. you pay is more expensive um 
But hey, you know what's cheap right now? It's not going to be for long. Yeah. So here's what, and this is also thanks to Polygon. We just regurgitate everything they say. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, new membership prices are currently now going to be sixty dollars for a year, which is ten dollars more expensive than usual. Uh, for three months, it's twenty five, and for one month, it's ten bucks. Which that's that's not a change in price. So, but in general, if you're trying to like get a deal and do it for a year you're getting screwed out of ten dollars but i don't know i still think that's kind of fair because but it's also not fair because playstation plus is necessary for online games so i remember when i first got a ps4 and got dark souls 3 it was like oh well of course i want to play online and like see the messages and play online with other characters and shit and take down bosses when i went to go do that and didn't have my playstation plus at that point it was basically like oh you can't there it, there was no online option. It's like, you need PlayStation Plus if you want to do this. So they basically force you into a subscription service, service anyway. So I don't know. It's kind of dick for them to up the price, but it is what it is. I, I guess if you're paying yearly, you, you just just got an extra $10 added to the bill. So it's nothing to like really bitch about because in the end, of, at the end of the year, it's $10 more. But um I don't know. And the service itself is pretty great, so... Yeah, I just yeah, I, okay. steam man like <laughs> no no fee at all. That's but I mean. I mean, I get it. PS4 exclusives are really really good. Yeah, I mean, it's getting better. I still like when I first got a PS4. I was even thinking to myself at that point, I was like pretty late to the game, and I'm thinking, man, there's still not that many titles that I really give a shit about. But uh, it's getting better. Yeah. Well, I remember thinking with Xbox, like, I'm like, oh, Xbox sucks because they're the only console or PC, like, they're the only ones that force you to pay for online service. And I was like, you know, why would you pick that online service over, like, PlayStation or Nintendo who have it for free? And now Sony is kind of doing that anyway. Uh, but I think it is good that instead of just paying for an online membership, it is coming with a bunch of these other benefits that PlayStation Plus have, like, those free game, the what? How many free games do you get a month or something? Uh, I think it's two. Yeah, so that alone, I think, is easily worth the sixty dollars. Like, if you want to pay for it, yeah, because sixty dollars is the price of a brand new game. Like, if you got No Man's Sky on launch, it would be sixty dollars exactly. So imagine how many more games you could get for that same price instead of one kind of shitty one. So I think it's a fair price. I think just any time the price increases, people get annoyed. Well, and. The- that's the thing. Apparently, it hadn't changed since like 2010. Like, it's been pretty stable. So, I'm starting to believe that they're just in like trying to grab for more cash as like the Neo's about to hit and all like and the VR is gonna hit. Like, I think they're just cash grabbing right now. I don't know. Well, it might be more expensive to develop those things, like especially VR. Of like, course, they, they might need more money to develop more of these games and the tech. And they have to be secretly developing the PlayStation Five, like already no, at this point. They always are. Yeah. So. That's probably insanely expensive. And they're, they're, it's at this point, most of the like gaming industry that's covering this kind of shit has no idea what to expect for the next generation because it's like, how do we exponentially continue at this pace? Well, except for the Nintendo NX, which we still hear more and more about every day, but not from Nintendo. Like, there's more and more games being like, oh, yeah, we're de- like, I think Dragon Quest. They're like, yeah, we're developing a new game for Nintendo NX. It's like, oh, what's the N- uh, NX about? It's like, ah, we can't say. Yeah, shit. I um, personally have no faith in that system at all. But I, <laughs> well, I'm sure a lot of diehard Nintendo fans are thinking like, this is gonna be the one that like brings us back. No, <laughs> people thought of that. Uh, thought that with the Wii U early on, and I 
I kind of did too. I thought it was doing pretty well. And now I hear people saying like Wii U shit. And I was like, really? I, wow, I didn't hear that. I, the, yeah. the marketing for the Wii U was non-existent. That's people what didn't, yeah. people didn't even know it was a different system. That's until, what like, I, I th- thought to myself, like you literally called your next system. You just add the letter U to it. I was so like, I, I was literally laughing it off. Like this isn't even real. It's well, like the, I, the PS3 too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I remember when they announced it, uh, I think it was at an E3, and they're like, oh, is this a new console? And he's like, no, this isn't a new console. Like, it's still the Wii. It's like, oh, so you can just buy the tablet part and add it to your current Wii. It's like, no, you have to buy the whole Wii U with it. It's like, so it's a new console. It's like, no. And it's pretty much his way of saying, like, you need to buy a whole new console, but it's not better than the Wii. Like, it's still, like, a lot of the same features as the Wii, so it's technically not different, but different enough where you have to spend another hundred-some bucks god yeah um but like like i said i think anytime the prices increase from something it once was to what it is now people get pissed i think this is fine like 10 more bucks for a year yeah you're right nothing to get outraged over let's put it that way yeah exactly because i i used to get my hair cut for like seven bucks and then like five years later they're like oh we have to increase it to eight and now it's ten dollars i'm just like back when i was a kid it was all like seven like so Are you underwater right now? <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> Don't like the Nixon Jaws. Um but yeah, so like the price increased by a dollar over the course of like twenty five years. And like sure, I was annoyed then, but uh in hindsight I realized I'm like I'm still getting my haircut for like half as much as some of my buddies. Like I had a buddy in my team, like, Oh yeah, I found a cheap haircut place for thirty dollars. I know shit my pants. Oh god. Like, You're out of your mind. I'm not paying thirty bucks for a haircut. I, my my place is uh twenty to thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Holy God. shit! I do it I, myself. I like I don't I don't get haircuts very much though. Like probably once every three to four months. I, so. I do it like four times a year. Yeah, and the and the place gives you a free beer too. So oh right, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of added awesome. into the price. It's such a cool place. Yeah, my dad and my grandpa used to get their haircuts like every month. Like at the same time, like every month, like, or I think my grandpa did it like every two or three weeks, uh, you know, but back then the haircuts were like a dollar. So yeah, it's more reasonable, but I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I don't see the point. Uh, just to talk to the barber. I, I think that's what it was. I think it was back then. They just kind of like hung out in the barber shop, yeah. but I'm like, you, you know, you're trimming off like a centimeter of hair. It's not growing that fast. <laughs> it's not worth it, man. See you next week. And he's like, I got nothing to do here, man. <laughs> At a point, he's just shaving your scalp off. It's like, yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> Bitches, am I right? <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Oh, Toe Jam and Earl. Gonna bring it way back. Yeah, that's a Whoa. throwback. They did a Kickstarter, I think, in 2015. And, you know, Kickstarter, it always works out. Nothing ever bad happens with Kickstarter. Um, It was supposed to be finished and released in 2015, and it did not. But it did get fully funded, and I think... They're teaming up with Adult Swim now to help release their new game that's going to come out in 2017. Oh, cool. Adult Swim's got a good track record going for them. Yeah, it's very bizarre for like a TV company, like a cable company like Adult Swim to be as good at video games as they are. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. But no, Headlander. seriously, they obviously understand and are true gamers themselves to produce content like they do. Yeah, and they're not afraid to like try stuff and experiment with stuff. But Headlander was... Uh, paid for and distributed by adult swim that's right i was i was skeptical about that one but no it does yeah. seem like a pretty solid game so hopefully toe jam and earl will be pretty good it like 
I don't know, looking at it now, they look ridiculous, but they really probably aren't that much different than what they used to look like back on the, like the Sega days. So maybe the ridiculousness will be charming and nostalgia and it'll be funny because the guy knows they're not going to try and take it seriously. So keep your eyes out on that. I want it to be lifelike graphics so everyone's super uncomfortable. No. Oh, God, don't. Yeah, that's actually horrifying. Oh, man. <laughs> but it kind, the style I've seen, it kind of reminds me of like rocket power almost. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying with that. Like, I, I forget where I saw it. I think I looked it up on the actual Kickstarter. Yeah, on their actual Kickstarter page, you can see some drawings of Toe Jam and our own the aliens, but of some, like, people. And it was very reminiscent of, like, Rocket's Modern Life and, like, Rocket Power sort of, like, mix, at least in my opinion. That makes sense. So, yeah. Um. Well, I guess it's about time we play a conversation game, if you guys are down. I'm down. I'm up. All right, sweet. Let's play I Was the Walrus. I said I'm up. You uh, said you can play if you're down. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I'll judge. I don't really give a shit. I got categories. Okay. All right. All right, cool. So, round one. If you could make up a name for a strain of weed, what would it be? So... Like for, God damn it, Doug. So, so for God reference, damn it, there's Doug. certain ones like... I'm just going to rub my beard on the mic so you can't God hear this. God damn it. There's certain ones like Silver Haze and like all sorts of like... Well, you all know Purple Haze because of Jimi Hendrix and I'm, I'm like brain farting right now, but I don't know. Uh, Pineapple Express, like the movie. There's some really just weird names for uh, types of weed. So what's your type? You're asking... I think, honestly, the two guys on this podcast that do not smoke. I know, which I know. is fucking you hilarious, <laughs> and that's why I want you guys to come up with your own name for one, so. You couldn't have picked the worst demographic for this. Actually, no, there's way worse demographics. For this. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone listening to our podcast may or may not be high. <laughs> hmm. All oh, the names are just so dumb. No, and the reason I even have this category is I'll I'll give a shout out because I was listening to Comedy Bang Bang and I forget who the fuck it was, but they were making up the funniest like made up names for strains, and I was just like laughing so hard, and I thought to myself, that's got to be a I was Walrus category. And here, for hints, you could throw in like either like noun Kush or like noun Haze or like noun or adjective. You know what I mean? Mine is called Noun Haze. No. <laughs> that's literally noun the name. Haze, that's awesome. You want you got five pounds of noun haze. You want to get some crunk on? No, but the weird thing about weed culture is there is some strange ass slang about like people like describing their weed like, yo, this weed is loud as fuck. I'm like, what the fuck does <laughs> the that weird, even mean? The, the weird thing about weed culture is that there is one. <laughs> there shouldn't be. Oh uh, no, it's it's a big It's deal. all terrible. Yeah. I love, because in college, like, Mark is a fan of Bob Marley, 
And I say that because he can name more than two Bob Marley songs. I have every album he's ever made. As opposed to literally everyone else I know who likes Bob Marley. And it's solely as an excuse to smoke weed. (laughs) And that's why I had a poster in our apartment in college that just said Bob Marley poster in white text. And that's all the poster was. Nice. I missed that poster. That was my favorite. Um, I mean, I guess I'm ready. It does. It can literally just be any gibberish we spit out. Basically, so. yeah, it doesn't have to have any kind of real sense to it. Uh, all right, I'm good. All right, guys, this is round one. What's the name of your type of weed? Uh, three, two, one, go. Denmark jungle diddle. Uh, stinky Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh wait, I got well, Denmark something jingle, and then we have Denmark jungle diddle. Okay, let me go uh, da- down both paths. Why'd you go with Denmark jungle diddle? <laughs> that is literally just words I found on the internet somewhere. That's all we names are. Yeah, no, this- you're, you're absolutely not wrong. And because I got diddled in the jungle of Denmark. Buy a strange plant and then I smoked it and then there's my dank kush. God damn it! Well, and I'm also there's thinking no jungles of, in Denmark. Uh, Denmark's in Northern Europe. Yeah, I'm thinking of Marks though, and that sounds like a great name because a it has the word stinky in it, so a lot of people would be like, "Oh, this is good shit." And then, but also Tupperware, like I don't know. I feel like that might turn some people <laughs> off. I feel like it, I, <laughs> but it, that's it's almost like descriptive it. of what it was contained in. It's like exactly. Oh. <laughs> stinky tupperware it's like you didn't get the weed you just got the tupperware that it was in yeah you smoked that oh uh, no oh god Cause no because we, we got some leftovers from our uh neighbor in college and he was a dealer and it just stank i'm going with stinky tupperware because <laughs> i just can't imagine like a, a dealer having some of that and and yeah it's kind of like the pineapple <laughs> express joke where they sell they sell the snickle fritz it's like this bullshit weed i bet Stinky Tupperware wouldn't be any good. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't but get it. You know what? The, the funny thing about it is the Denmark Jungle Dingle, that shit will get you high as fuck. <laughs> jungle Dingle. All right, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Some pith. The, it was the diddle. It diddles you. It diddles your brain. There we go. Um, like an old man that lures you in with, on the over the internet. Well, I'm glad I asked you two <laughs> that question. Um, let's move on to round number two. Let's see here. All right. Well, I just threw this one in while we were doing recording the episode, uh, and Pasta responded in Slack. But bird watching is now illegal. What hobby replaces it? And for those wondering, Basta said human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm the inappropriate one on the podcast. Yeah, he he doesn't know that I'm outing him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he said that in secrecy. <laughs> That's how Pinecast is so cheap. We have slaves. <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ. I got mine. Um, I don't, It's just so weird. Like, like would all the bird watchers be doing this activity yes, now? Yes, that's like, the it's plan. Actually, it's basically like now okay. that it's illegal, it's like, oh, well, what else are we going to do? And it, it, honestly, it'd, it'd be better if it's something completely new, but you could go with an existing hobby. All right, I got mine. All right, guys. Round two. Three, two, one go bear tickling god damn it uh, bark tasting <laughs> <laughs> Shit. what yeah i was thinking like they're so they're they're going out in the <laughs> woods and doing stuff and it's it's not aggressive and <laughs> it's 
calm and they just taste different barks on different trees and they're they they all go by rough tongues that's oh my god yeah (laughs) hey you a rough tongue too guilty we don't take too kindly around the old kind around here (laughs) yeah i'm a rough rough tongue we're rough tongues in this bar (laughs) god damn it see i kind of went the opposite way because like most bird watchers i think the trope is like old women or like small delicate like men or something you know it's it's a very passive hobby where you don't have to do much and i would love to imagine a bunch of old women trying to tickle bears while they slept in caves yeah that their new hobby requires so much of them though like basically moving and having stealth and like things that i don't know I'm sure. I want to see my high school physics teacher trying to tickle a bear because she was a bird watcher. I'm sure some hardcore bird watcher is super offended at me right now, being like, "Dude, we use stealth." No, but <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I just imagine solid snake out in the woods, like <laughs> looking at birds. It's a crane. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm really I'm I'm gonna have to go with bark licking because a I T- I think yeah. it could tasting. be good because it's tasting. also think or tasting. I'm sorry. But think about it, because root beer and birch beer come from the bark of trees, so like their sap, maybe you'd actually find a good taste. <laughs> so I don't know, and I do love the whole rough tongue concept. That's excellent. So Mark, you did a pretty decent job today. Oh yeah, guys, did you know that the bark of the cedar oak is fucking amazing? <laughs> it tastes so good. It tastes like raspberries. Uh, snozberries taste like snozberries. All right, go lick a tree, listener. That was I was walrus. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, let's do some plugs. Where can listeners find you, Bren? Make like a tree and get licked by a bunch of weird <laughs> old women. <laughs> oh, man. Gross. That's someone's fetish. Um, ABTS Brendan on Twitter. And uh, I don't know if we mentioned on the last episode, but ABTD might be coming back. We recorded one more episode. Yeah, it's definitely so- in the works, so... We'll try to make it more regular again. Yeah, but. and we just got roughtongues.com, so check that shit out. com, dude, I love it. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, don't navigate to that URL. Uh, Mark, how about you? <laughs> we don't know what will be there. We can't be held responsible. Oh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Lol. Spelled awesome. with all, spelled with some numbers in there. If you can't Clearly find a it, big fan of Mr. Robot. Yeah, if you if you can't find it, go on the uh, almost better than silence Twitter and then check out um check out who they're following. Yeah, you're in there. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, also, it's not a picture of Mark. Also, oh, I, I, I <laughs> it's not. Yeah, my profile picture is Lavar Burton. <laughs> uh, and I just got a record player, so uh, God, I I've, saw that. Why do you hate money? Why do you have the most expensive hobbies? I like, don't know. Uh, I'm the same you, way, dude. You uh, built cars. You built PCs. You got a dog. Now you got a record player. Oh, speaking of which, maybe I should plug my Instagram. But keep going, Mark. Yeah, uh, and yeah, my Instagram is i e a k a. I just told you I had a record player that has a, that has nothing to do with contacting me. 
<laughs> please contact me only in LPs. Yeah. Uh, send them to my house, and I will play your message. It kind of segues into my plugs, though. Uh, listeners, I never really plugged this before, but if you want to check out my Instagram, it's at Doug Appreciates Music. I have all sorts of records up there, like lots of really obscure screamo and like super rare test presses and shit. So really hipster ass shit if you're into that. But um, also, if you like the show, please give us a like or follow on twitter and facebook our handles abt silence i'm currently twitch streaming every tuesday and thursday at 8 p.m eastern standard time over at twitch.tv slash abt silence uh it's been a fucking hell of an episode huh has anyone ever just streamed on twitch and just it's them shaking and just i'm a twitching i'm a twitching like not understanding what the concept of it was i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say probably yes no probably not if anyone would, it'd probably be Mark. It'd probably be me, because I have benign fasciculation syndrome. Don't know what that is. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, totally. Benign fasciculation right? syndrome. I got that. No, what it's else? just when you twitch a shitload. It sucks. Oh, I just do cocaine. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. Right? Gotcha. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. See you, Bye. See you YouTube news crew. Any takers? I'm not really. I, I feel like I've done a bunch of the latest ones. Uh, I can do it. I I'll got it. I got sure. it. Okay, let me get my wallet out of my back pocket so I'm comfortable. Oh, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> just such, such a specific thing. <laughs> We've all been there. I, yeah. No, I keep mine in the front pocket. I don't do that. No, actually, you're right. I don't either. Oh. I feel like well, it's too I guess easy. I'm the odd one out here. I feel like it's too easy to someone swipe it to, from my back versus my front pocket where I have my hand on it usually. Yeah, I don't want any ass. Hey guys, going from I'm your wallet. main host, <laughs> and I'm here today with you guys. So let's get going with the show. And what have I been playing today? Um, <laughs> Is that the intro? <laughs> no, I know. I'm using this as some kind of bonus clip. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Like I'm like talking about ass grabbing while you're doing the intro to the show. Anyway, that was ridiculous. So, uh, what do you, Mark? What have you been playing? I've been playing some. God damn it! All right, Brand, bring us in. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh. It's like Mark walked out on like a play and it's like, hey, you're the lead role. It's like, what? Uh, no. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Um, hello. You know what this is. You hit play on this and you downloaded the podcast probably. So let's skip the formalities, right? All right. Uh, what have you been playing voice over there? No. No? <laughs> That's right. not right. Not at all? Okay. I'll try it again. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Almost Better in Silence and... If this is the first time you're listening to it, welcome to the first episode of Almost Better in Silence, as far as you know. <laughs> you Fair that. enough. I'm your host, Doug Coleman. I'm here whoa, whoa, today. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, I don't come into your house and slap your dog and take your wife, do I? You guys are no, killing me. You let me do this. All right, fair. And you're keeping all of this in. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> oh, God. This is like oh, a nightmare. I'll do it one more time, and I all hope right, you do fault. keep it yes. in. So we just have five intros. <laughs> I might have to do something like that.